Welcome to Rethink Your Health with Jen Madden. I am your host, Jen Madden. Welcome back. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good because the sun is out. It is winter here in the north and most of our days are gray and cloudy. And today it is sunny. So suddenly my mood feels lighter. I feel like I have more energy to tackle the day. And it's all because I have wonderful thoughts about the sun shining. So I hope the sun is shining where you are. So today I want to talk about slowing down. This is very difficult for most of us to do. The older I get, the more I have a desire for simplicity and slowing down. But I did not always have that. Because I spent the majority of my life dieting, rushing, pushing, striving, stressing, doing all the things to lose all the weight so that I could be thin, so I could finally get on with my life. So I thought that there was a destination, and the destination was a thin body. And once I had that thin body, I could get on with my life, and I would be happy, and things would fall into place. So I had the thought that there meaning a thin body, would be better than here, meaning a fat body. So of course, if I had the thought that there was going to be better than here, I sure as hell was going to do anything I could to get there faster. And so I continued to try diet after diet, and I failed time and time again. Or should I say, the diet failed time and time again, and I never got there. Such a bummer when you think that there is going to make your life amazing. So those of you who are still on your diet journey, I want to remind you that first, diets don't work because they're not sustainable. And second, a thin body is not going to give you the life of your dreams. Sometimes we need that reminder because when we're in it, we can't see it. So let's talk about slowing down. When you are rushing to get there, you miss your life. Like literally, you spend the majority of your time thinking about, dreaming about, hoping for, wishing for the life that you're going to have in the future. And in doing so, you miss the life that is actually happening right now in the present. And as a result, you create a lot more negative emotion for yourself because you are caught up in thinking there is a huge gap between where you are now versus where you want to go. And when you see that gap and you think that there is better you are going to beat yourself up and try harder to get there faster. And all you'll see is that you're not there yet. And you will continue the cycle of trying to get there faster and you will realize that you are not there yet. So you perpetuate this negative emotion cycle because you're so caught up in wishing your life was different and focusing that you're focusing on the fact that you are not there yet. That, my friends, sucks. That is not a good feeling, and it's not going to get you any results in your life that are sustainable or lasting. 
when you are so focused on dieting and getting the weight off so that you can live your life, you, all eyes are on the future and doing the thing that you need to do, basically what the diet says so that you can get there. And what happens is you tune out of not only your present day, but you tune out of your body. You don't listen to how your body is responding to what you're doing to it, whether it's how you're feeding it or how you're moving it. You completely take yourself out of your life because you're so focused on doing the thing, which is the diet, to get there, which is going to make you happy because you'll be in a thin body. That's not how life works. Life is happening right now. And what happens is when you step out of your present moment, you miss an opportunity to get to know yourself in every possible way, from the food that you put in your body and how your body responds to it, to the way you move your body, to the thoughts you're thinking about your life in general. So can we just all slow down and take a minute or year or five years or 10 years to really be present in our life? Or how about let's just take the rest of your life to be present in your life. Slowing down and being present in the now is where your life is happening. And that is where the magic is. When you slow down, you get to learn how you react to life. How your body reacts to the food and movement that you're doing. So that you can learn if what you're doing is working for you or not. Is it making you feel, your body feel good? Is it energizing you? Is it strengthening your body? Are the thoughts you're thinking generating feelings that create the results that you want in your life? You don't know this if you're so, if you're in such a rush to get to to the destination, you miss the journey. And you've heard this before, right? It's all about the journey, not the destination. And I know your brain will argue that no, 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 it's when I get there, that's when I can be happy. But I want you to think about a trip maybe that you've planned. The excitement and the anticipation is the buildup to the actual trip. And yes, the trip might be amazing, but as you're planning for it in the here and now, you're envisioning what it's going to look like when you're there, the things that you're going to do, the foods that you're going to eat, the places you're going to visit, right? There's a lot of anticipation right now leading up to the actual destination. Sometimes you get to the destination, you're like, eh, it was actually better in my head (laughs) because you didn't have to like sit on the plane in reality to get to the place you wanted to go to. So I want to talk about the journey of breaking up with dieting because it is not a process that you can rush. And I know if you have spent years dieting, you want to be able to rush this. Maybe you're bought into the idea The diets don't work and you're like, okay, so then what's next? Okay, so I'm going to stop dieting and then I'm going to focus on my health and then suddenly I'm going to be healthy and I'm going to feel good in my body, yada, yada, yada. So we want to rush that process. But it is impossible to rush the process because there is an adjustment that needs to happen not only physically but also emotionally, right? And that requires you sitting with who you are right now. So when you first stop dieting, the first thing I tell you to do is to one, stop dieting, and two, allow yourself to eat 
all the foods. Now, with that being said, the message is not to zone out, pig out, and eat all the foods really quickly without tasting them and push the process along. No. When I say I want you to allow all foods, that means do not limit yourself on what you can and cannot eat. And when you eat those foods, I want you to slow down and taste them and enjoy them and feel how they feel in your body so that you can know if the food that you're eating satisfies your body and yourself emotionally. But you cannot do that if you are rushing and allowing yourself to eat all the foods in a frantic binge type of way. When you start to allow yourself to eat all the foods, you start to learn what food you actually do like, what food your body actually responds well to, and then you can adjust accordingly. Coupled with that, you need to learn how to not black out your block out your feelings and zone out. I talk a lot about paying attention to the thoughts that you have because those thoughts create the feelings that you have and those feelings inspire you to take action or not take action, which is why you have the results in your life. So part of the journey is slowing down enough to develop the awareness of what's going on in that beautiful brain of yours. You cannot rush this process. What I find is clients will get on board with not dieting, with even like paying attention to their thoughts. And they're like, okay, so now I get the fact that I'm not supposed to diet, need to pay attention to my thoughts. And the thoughts right now that I have, like make me feel kind of crappy. And as a result, I don't, don't do the best things. So how do I change that really quick? And you can't. You need to sit in it for a while. You know, I've been doing this work for many years now, and I'm still doing the work. But the first couple of years, I needed to allow my body to just chill out, to rest and relax from the dieting and the stress that I put on it, the pressure that I put on it. So I I needed to allow myself to, they call it refeeding, um, whoever they are, but really just allow myself to eat again so that I wasn't starving myself, allowing myself to um, not feel restricted around food. And that took time because I spent over 30 years restricting myself from certain types of food. You can't just flip a switch and turn that off. Right? I always joke like, all right, now that I know the stuff, where's the switch? Can I just flip it? It'd be so great to just flip it. But the process is more like a dimmer. You're making a slow change little by little, kind of like, excuse me, turning the light on little by little using a dimmer. And as you trust this process by slowing down enough to allow it to happen, you will start to experience changes little by little. They may be changes that are you're making one thought at a time. And yes, the work is changing one thought at a time, especially if it's a deeply held belief. I like to call it the greatest hits, thoughts that you've been thinking over and over again that they just play in the background. And they're probably not the most helpful thoughts if you're not getting the results you want. So you can't just shut that record off and put on a new one. You actually need to look at those thoughts one at a time and start to, one, just be in the awareness that these are the thoughts that you're thinking, allow it to be there. Notice how that thought is making you feel and how it is reflected in the actions you're taking or not taking. 
You need to sit there for a while. You need to see your current reality. And then you can decide to start making changes, one change at a time. So it may be one thought at a time. And changing the thought would be learning how to neutralize the thought. It's not taking that thought and jumping from hating yourself to automatically loving yourself. It's taking that thought and creating new thoughts that are neutral in the way they feel so that you can start to shift away from feeling bad to feeling just neutral. And then when you're feeling just neutral, you can start to think thoughts that are more positive. So for example, changing one thought at a time, if you currently have the thought, I hate my body and I need to fix it, not a great helpful thought. Sure, it's not making you feel good. Your next thought, after you realize that this is the thought you have, so radical honesty, noticing the story you have, looking how that thought is making you feel or checking in with how that thought is making you feel and seeing the actions you're taking as a result, just being with that, not rushing out of it, just noticing and developing the awareness That is how you develop a relationship with yourself. And then once you see it, like really see it, and you're not in a rush to like change and move on, that's when you know it's time to move on, right? When there's this frantic energy, this quick desire, this um, hustle, push, grind type of feeling driving your actions, you're not ready for the change. When you can recognize and accept that your current thinking is making you feel a certain way, which is why you're taking these actions or not, and getting the results you have, when you can honestly just live in it and accept it, then you're ready to change the thought. And changing the thought from, I hate my body and I have to fix it, the next baby thought may be, I have a body. Very neutral, simply a fact. You're not going to jump from I hate my body to, oh my God, my body's so amazing, right? So it's taking that that one thought, noticing what that one thought is, getting comfortable with it, being like a mature adult about, yep, this is, this is the thought I have. This is how it's uh, impacting my life. And then making the decision to work on changing that thought and believing that new thought, which is I have a body. Very neutral. It's a fact. People would agree with that. And then once you realize like I have a body is a thought that you're feeling comfortable with, you've dropped some of the negative lingering emotion from I hate my body, then you can move on to a new thought. It's possible I could love my body and work on that. So it is a slow process because here's the thing. When you're making these changes, they have to be sustainable. Just like any healthy habit that you are trying to incorporate in your life, you can't go fast and hard. It's just not going to last. So when you're taking the time, slowing down, looking at your thoughts, and learning how to change them one at a time, it's going It's going to take a hot minute. No big deal. So stopping dieting requires a lot of mental work, a lot of developing the awareness of the thoughts that you currently have and how they're showing up, and then changing them, coupled with changing your physical habits, stopping dieting. That may be like the first step is recognizing your urge to diet, your urge to fix your body, because it's coming from the thought. If you have this thought, I hate my body and need to fix it. Of course, 
you're going to want to diet because that's what you know. It's what you've done for your entire life. It's not going to work. So the first step in stopping stopping dieting may be while you're still dieting, going, maybe this actually isn't going to work for me. Maybe this isn't sustainable, right? Questioning the diet that you're on and your reasons why. And then once you recognize that you no longer like your reasons for dieting, then you stop. And you take the next step in slowly allowing foods that have been off limits and allowing them, truly allowing them into your world by tasting them, enjoying them, being present while you're eating them. That's going to be a skill that you need to develop because my guess is if you've been on diets for a long time, you have an on diet mentality and then an off diet mentality. And if it was anything like mine, off diet was like, let's go to town. We're eating all the things as fast as we can until we're stuffed. So allowing the foods is a process that may take a couple of years. So what? There is freedom from doing this work because on the other side of allowing the foods is freedom around food. When I ask my clients why they want to stop dieting or how they want their relationship with food to be, they want to feel free around food. They don't want to be thinking about it all the time. They don't want to be worrying about what's going to be served at the party. They're not going to, they don't want to avoid social events because they're not sure what food is going to be there. They don't want to have to figure out how to squeeze in their intense workout so that they can earn the right to eat or drink. They want freedom. This is the pathway to freedom. And no, it is not fast, but it is the true path and it is a sustainable path. But you have to be present enough in your life to allow the process to unfold. It's like learning any skill. And I want you to think about it from a 30,000 foot view of your life. If the process took four years, even five years, it's a hell of a lot faster than dieting for 30 It is doing the work to be present in the process, dealing with the discomfort, resisting the urge to hurry it along, and allowing it to be okay that it takes a couple of years. Because eventually when you do the work, you will get to the place that you want to be, which for most people is to heal the relationship they have with food and to learn to love their body and appreciate their body. And to develop a healthy lifestyle that fits them. Health is unique to each and every one of us. How we move each day, what we eat each day, how we think, how we take care of our mental health is going to look differently for each of us. We are unique human beings with unique desires, with unique ways of viewing the world, with unique lifestyles. Of course, it's going to look different. It's another reason why diets don't work. It's like this one size fits all. Like here's the diet. This is going to work for everyone. It's just not the way we're wired. So it is important for you to slow down so that you can learn what you need to support your health. And it's going to take time, especially if you have left your body and your life and have focused completely on the diet and hurrying to get there. When you can stay present in your life, you start to learn yourself from every aspect. 
yes, you will develop freedom around food. You, I promise you, you will learn to love your body. And you're going to learn so much more about yourself just in general, because you're going to recognize that this is who you are. Because you're developing a relationship with yourself. You're seeing what thoughts work for you, what food works for you, what movement works for you, when you need to rest, when you need to be social. Only you can determine that for yourself. And the only way you're going to truly learn that is by slowing down and being present in your every single day life. And sometimes it's going to be a little boring. So what? right? That's just life. And it's being okay without that high that we would create falsely about getting there, right? So it's like, and what I mean by that is a little bit boring. When you start a new diet, there's like this rush you get. Same thing with like planning a vacation. There's like this rush you get because you're like, oh my God, when I'm thin, I'm going to be able to do this, that, and the other thing. And -and so-and-so is going to think that I'm sexy and blah, 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 right? And we create this like fantasy, right? And there's a little high that comes from that. Same thing with planning a trip. Like, oh my God, I'm going to go to Paris and I'm going to see the Eiffel Tower and I'm going to go to the like cool shops and I'm going to drink wine and eat croissant and all the things, right? And so like there's a high that comes with that. When you're learning to slow down and allow all the foods, it can be a little boring, right? Because there isn't this high, there isn't this rush, there isn't this quick dopamine hit that we're getting from creating this fantasy in our heads. So what? It's, this is the work, right? This is the um, staying with the ability to be uncomfortable in our lives. And sometimes it's uncomfortable to be bored, I can't tell you how many clients say, yeah, I just eat when I'm bored. I don't know what else to do. And I say, just just be bored. <laughs> don't do anything. It's hard. Especially in this world that's always like, you got to go. You got to keep hustling, keep striving. Go do this. Go watch Netflix. Go out and be social. Sometimes you just need to be bored. And I think the practice of being bored, being still, doing nothing is an amazing skill. Because it allows space in your life, it allows you to see who you are in the midst of boredom because you get to notice what thoughts come up about your life. And if you are rushing your life away, you're going to miss all that magic. You are going to miss developing a relationship with yourself. So this is a process. This is a practice. And I want you to have compassion and grace for yourself. And I just want you to recognize it makes sense that you're in a rush. But in that desire to get there fast is where all your work is. That is where you are. When you can really question why you want to get there, air quotes, faster, you can see what you're missing in your life right now. And here's the beauty. You get to give that to you right now. Most times, it's a feeling that we're striving for. There is nothing outside of you that can give you that feeling. Your feelings are generated from the thoughts you think, which is why slowing down and doing the work on getting to know who you are through your thoughts and feelings and also in your actions about 
like stopping dieting, allowing the foods, seeing what comes up as you're eating something that used to be off limits. That's how you get to learn you. And you get to see the disconnect of where your life currently is versus where you want it to be. And then you can start to make choices now to do that. And that's where your power is. Your power lies in the now. I guess that's why Eckhart Tolle called his book The Power of Now, (laughs) because that's where it is. And it is the only real part of your life right now, today, here and now, as you're listening to this podcast. It's the only thing that's actually real. So slow down enough and be present in the realness of your world. All right, my friends, until the next time, have a beautiful day.